0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Rebecca F., as in Fellowship, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Connecticut. Today is Tuesday, July fifth, two 2022, and this is our 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting. Today we are reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and we are in Chapter 1, Bill's story on page 13, We will be reading and commenting on the first two paragraphs on page 13, which begin with, At the hospital, I was separated from alcohol for the last time, and end with, I have not had a drink since. Today's readers are Gloria B., Morgan K., Betsy H., Dana M., and Kathy S. The share ID numbers for yesterday, Monday, July 4, 2022 are... 19,133 for the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, that's 19133, and 19,134 for the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, that's 19134. OA Preamble Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Gloria B. to read the OA 12 step.
1: Good morning, I'm Gloria B. in Missouri, covered compulsive overeater. 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, foreknowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out 12 having had a spiritual awakening awakening as the result of these steps we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs thank you for letting me do service
0: thank you gloria b i will now ask morgan k to read the oa 12 Tradition.
2: Good morning, this is Morgan Kay calling from Manitoba, Canada. Uh, I am a recovered compulsive overeater. The 12 traditions. Number one, our common, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. facility, or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. 7. Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. 8. Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever nonprofessional, that our service centers may employ special workers. 9. OA, as such, ought never be organized. But we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues; hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and and other public media or communication. An amenity is, spiritual, is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities.
3: Thank you for letting me be of service.
0: Thank you, Morgan Kay. How our meeting works? In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and we will be reading and commenting on the first two paragraphs on page 13 in Chapter 1, Bill's story, which begin with, at the hospital, I was separated from alcohol for the last time, and end with, I have not had a drink since. I will now ask.
4: Betsy H. to go ahead and read that for us. Betsy H. Star one to unmute.
5: Thank you, Rebecca. Um, this is Betsy H., recoverable reader in California. At the hospital, I was separated from alcohol for the last time. Treatment seemed wise, for I showed signs of delirium tremens. There I humbly offered myself to God, as I then understood him, to do with me as he would. I placed myself unreservedly under his care and direction. I admitted for the first time that of myself I was nothing, that without him I was lost. I ruthlessly faced my sins and became willing to have my newfound friend take them away, root and branch. I have not had a drink since. Yeah, so this is powerful. It's Bill, It sounds to me like Bill is doing the steps, although not quite in the same order as we do them today. But in the hospital, he was separated from alcohol. So that's like step one. We put down the food. And uh, he, it says treatment seemed wise for because he had, uh, you know, complications. And it is complicated to put down the food. I remember the last time I put down the food about seven years ago, it was like, um, it was so emotionally painful. All these thoughts uh, and feelings were coming up. I was getting, always getting my buttons pushed very easily in interactions with people. I was upset. I was um needing to call a lot of OAs and go to a lot of meetings for the strength to get through it. And then, then he says, I humbly offer myself to God as then I understood him. So it sounds like he's doing steps two and three there. And then he says that he ruthlessly faced his sins. and So that sounds like a step four. In this, um, and then um, became willing to have his new found friend with a capital F so his higher power basically, remove his um, defects of character. So that sounds like step six, probably step seven in there where he's praying to his higher power to remove the defects of character. So he's he's getting into this chaotic and transformative time of putting down the addictive substance and starting to work the steps. I mean, it's, it's scary, it's intense, but it's also exciting because we're – we're transforming. We're actually um, taking the steps to get out of the downward spiral of the food addiction. And the greatest line, you know, that I that he had, I've not had a drink since. You know, what a great promise. Yes, it's painful to put down the food, and the brain, the brain would say like, oh, I just can't go on without the binge food. How could I live one day without the binge food? But it's really a lie, you know. And it's doing the steps that's a treatment for this food addiction that has so much to do about my own brain and thinking. There's so much of the disease is is the physical part of the uncontrollable cravings for more food, but it's also that the mental part of always deciding to go back to the food and forgetting the pain and suffering. Of that last binge so it's it's an exciting time and I think that's all I've got to share on this path
0: thank you so much Betsy H from California now although we value your experience we ask that you limit your sharing to every third day in order that others might share their experience too so if you haven't shared on A Vision for You this past Friday or Monday and would like to share on the first two paragraphs on page 13 in Chapter 1, Bill's story, at the hospital I was separated from alcohol for the last time through I have not had a drink since, please press star 1 to unmute and state your first name and last initial.
6: This is Larry K.
0: Larry K. Lisa B T. Lisa B T. Tanya D.
7: Tanya D.
4: Vasa O. Vasa O. Ah, uh, name. No. Anna M. Anna M. Anna M.
7: Tanisha C. Is it Felicia C. What the- he is
4: in Tango Tanisha.
7: Did you say Tanisha C? Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Tanisha C. Okay.
0: I think we should probably people stop have- there. I'll take that one last name again, and then we'll stop there. What was it? Okay. okay. I, think, okay. It's I people, think it's a few and I'm not, Now I'm getting a an echo. I'm gonna let it go. At Larry K., Lisa B.T., Tanya D., Vasa O., Ann um, oh. and M., and Tanisha C. I'm sorry about that, but I think that's a good lineup for starters. And I couldn't catch the other names. Larry K., please go right ahead.
6: Hey, Rebecca, good morning. Uh, this is Larry K., I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Chicago. And, um, yeah, I, I thank you for, for the, the, the person who got us, got us going here. Um, so Bill, he, Bill could not have known, I feel, that you know, while he sat in his bed in Towns uh, Hospital that he was going to be separated from alcohol for the last time. Of course, he's reflecting back when he's writing this, but, but indeed that's, that is what happened. And yet as uh, the person that kicked us off here said that he began to implement the steps and we're gonna see in, the, in tomorrow and so forth how he begins to implement the steps. And those were the, the, the six Oxford group steps but they certainly coincide with what has become our 12 steps. Um, and the first of the Oxford group steps, uh, just to relate is, is a complete deflation similar to our step one right a complete deflation he admitted for the first time of himself he was nothing without him without this higher power he was lost so there was his complete deflation and then the second Oxford group step is dependence on God and what what's become for us the God the higher power of our own understanding and he says there I humbly offered myself to God as I then understood him so again uh, steps two and three in there. And then the third Oxford group step is a moral inventory, kind of like our four, right? He ruthlessly faced his sins. Where do we do that? We do that in step four. We uncover and discover some patterns about ourselves, right? We get that down on paper. Bill did that. He faced, he ruthlessly faced his sins. And I bet he didn't do it perfectly the first time, but he did. And he became willing to have his newfound friend take them away root and branch. So, again, we had to be willing, step six, seven, you know, humbly being able to do that, particularly step six. You know, Carl Jung spoke about the concept of individuation and what is that And, and why it comes to mind for me because in its simplest form, it's the idea of making the unconscious conscious. This is what we do through the implementation steps. We come to see things in a new way. We become to see ourselves in a new way in our relationship with this higher power. And we, the whole idea of this is fulfilling our innate inborn potential, coming to self-realization about ourselves. And there's an idea that I'm reminded of. It's referred to sort of the acorn theory. Maybe you've heard of it. You know, If you plant an acorn seed, what do you get? Well, not right away, but eventually you get a mighty oak tree. And yet no two oak trees are ever entirely the same. They certainly share some common traits of oakness, right? But they're not the same. So if we extend that to human beings, we have a common humanness, yet we maintain our uniqueness just the same. No two human beings on this path of a spiritual transformation is going to be the same. Thanks, Rebecca. But we'll share some commonalities. And just as the destiny of the oak tree is inscribed from the very beginning of the acorn, in its essence, so too with each of us. With that, I pass. Thanks.
0: Thanks, Larry Kay from Chicago. Lisa B.T. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Good morning, Lisa. Oh, great.
8: Okay. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Uh, thank you for this meeting. Uh, my name is Lisa BT. I am a gratefully uh, recovered uh, compulsive overeater in the Toronto area in Canada. Um, I, I just felt I, I, I wasn't planning to, to share this morning, um, but um, I think the opening speaker kind of clarifying or bringing, you know, into the spotlight the, the, the steps um you know implicit in in these two very short paragraphs um which end with you know m- my dream which is can i be separated from food for the last time you know like it like wow i got, how 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 could that happen um and um i happen at the moment to be right in the thick of working the steps with my sponsor we've just been reading into action steps uh, 4 through 11 and uh, I have to say uh, after 17 years in in the in and out of the rooms um, and really struggling with how can I be recovered how can I find um, and maintain abstinence um, I have a, a, a new understanding um, and an understanding of what the steps are and how they work um uh, by working them um and um I was commenting to my sponsor this morning that I have many, many times read the the um the promises the step nine promises, but really not understood step eight um so so I guess I just wanted to offer that up this morning as just my experience um and the difference it's making to me um, to really, truly understand and and work the steps. Um, And with that, I'll pass.
0: Thanks,
8: Lisa B.T. from Toronto,
0: Canada. Tanya D.
9: Uh, Hi, this is Tanya D., a recovered compulsive eater in Illinois. Um, And there's just so much um, in these two paragraphs because it basically does summarize um, the steps, um, what jumped out at me is um, uh, I humbly offered myself to God as I then understood him, implying that, um, you know, Bill's understanding of God uh, changed over time. And that's what I love about this program is I don't have to wait until I have, you know, a perfect understanding of what my higher power is, what the God is, you know, I can proceed with my understanding and trust that Um, you know more will be revealed Um, you know I I, when I started with a higher power I started with a list of the things that I wanted a higher power to be and I acted as if and and that really worked and it's amazing to me that um, that that worked to bring me uh, close to a higher power and I still don't understand how god works and i think it's actually best for me not to not to kind of go there and try to define exactly what god is and isn't because i can so uh overintellectualize everything and and you know and if i start thinking through everything i'll eventually talk myself out of believing in a higher power i'm pretty sure so i try not to even like you know understand god fully like what i need to do is um offer myself to my higher power, um, right? I need to make myself available for my higher power to come in. I don't necessarily need to, you know, do anything to um, to God. And, and what I'm seeing here too in this paragraph is just like a lot of willingness. And I think that is really key for, um, that was really key for me. It's not understanding everything, it's not getting like why this program works, how exactly is this gonna work. Um, Why do we do this? Why do we do that? It's really the willingness to go to any length um, to follow these steps and, you know, to have my higher power um, change me and the amazing result of being part of that process is, yeah, we don't have to, we no longer have to eat compulsively, right? It ends with I have not had a drink. Um, Since, uh, you know, since having had a spiritual awakening, I have not had to eat compulsively. And mine was not, uh, you know, as as profound as Bill's. It was definitely um, a slow educational um, variety, but it doesn't matter because, um, because it works. And of course, once we have it, you know, we have to um, keep doing the work, and Bill kept doing the work. Right? He wasn't done um, after he um, turned himself over and uh, admitted his uh, shortcomings, and so on. But that's that's the key, uh, like initial effort that has to be made, and then we just have to keep, you know, um, doing the same thing over and over. That works. Um, and I'm really grateful that you know Bill met Abby, and that this program exists and has been passed on to. So many people, including myself. Um, thanks for letting me share the battle pass.
0: Thank you, Tanya D from Illinois. Vasa
9: O.
10: Thank you. Thank you, Rebecca, for your service and everybody's service this morning. And I'm Vasa, Grateful Recovered Compulsible OVEater from Foxborough, Massachusetts. And I just had to share about this paragraph because I'm just so excited. <laughs> And uh, yes, I had, um, my friend had been in uh, AA and away for a couple of years, and she was the one that uh, introduced me to the big book. So she 12-stepped me for about one week before she took me to my first meeting, and uh, and I was just, I was excited to find out about the solution to my problem, which I didn't even know the food addict, food was a disorder or it was. Was addiction. I thought I should just have the power and just put it down and keep it down by myself. It didn't work for many, many, many years. I did it, tried it. So um, I can identify with Bill's story, uh, uh, what he did at the house, how he was separated from his alcohol, and and that's what I did. You know, she took me to for my first meeting, and we, you know, we sat in my driveway for a while. And she said, uh, the only way we can recover uh, with this addiction if we just surrender, surrender to God, to a high, higher power greater than ourselves. And somebody's in a mute, a mute a please press that one to mute again. So I did, I, you know, we said goodbye to each other, and I ran, it was like 10 o'clock at night time. Uh, after the meeting, I came home, and I ran in the bathroom, and
4: I... I uh, Closed the door, got on my knees, and I- we lost Vasa.
10: Vasa, try pressing star one. See
0: if you can come back on.
10: I am so sorry. Was not? Was I not unmuted? No, no, you you were good. And then just for a brief. Second or two, we lost you. Oh, so. I'm sorry. I thought somebody no, no. else was in. I thought somebody else was uh, interfering with the with the phone. But anyway,s I don't know where you stopped because my time is almost over. I don't know where you I still have time. Yeah. Excuse just, me. Just
0: you still have time.
10: Go for oh, it. Oh, okay. Thank you. So uh, again, you know, I I don't know if you heard me say this. I ran in in the bathroom and I closed the door. And I humbled myself, and I got on my knees, and I had prayed to God. I said, you know, please help me with this food addiction. I cannot do this. Please forgive me for all the sins I had committed. I did what my sponsor told me to do. And that was the beginning of my new life in in, uh, in with a higher power. I had that uh, experience. They call it light whitening, light whitening experience, which I didn't know what it meant. And I felt that connection like a, like the iron was plugged in the fo- in the in, in the fo- in the, in the, in the in, to get to get warm, and you know, that was the beginning, and that was the last time uh I, that was the time I separated myself for, with the food addiction and uh, and it is by the grace of God, but i that was only the beginning. And I've stayed with the program and doing what we're doing every single day. I'm sorry for the interference, and I couldn't, I kind of lost trend. I lost my mind where I was. So maybe I'll get to it another time, do it clearer. You Thank did, you for letting you me share. You did great, Vasa. Thank I mean, you. I totally got what you had to say. Thanks Thank so, you much. so much.
0: And it wasn't your fault at all. Thank you, Vasa O from Foxborough, Mass.
4: On and On Star One. M, um, we don't hear you. Hi, Rebecca. Oh. here you are. Hi,
11: Rebecca. This is Anm. Oh, thank you so much, Rebecca, and thanks for the service. Um, this is Anm here. We covered compulsive aversion from Ireland, and. Uh, yeah thanks to everybody on the line and uh thanks to the open reader and uh and all the shares so far it's been just really really powerful for me um and i just love this part you know it's like the uh it's like the happy ever after but as compulsive readers we all know that this is not a one and done and uh but certainly you know, it is that daily reprieve and, you know, the repetition of what, what, what was shared earlier and the wash, rinse and repeat that keeps me c- recovered. And uh, that word continue is never too far away when I see the word recovered uh, for me, certainly. And, uh, yeah, I just love this whole, you know, the surrender and the solution and the willingness. And, yes, yeah, that massive transformation that we're all looking for, you know, that that, that power greater than myself and uh yeah to to free me of this you know this this disease and uh yeah to give me what i need and it is that you know that for me it's that all in you know god is everything or he is nothing and uh, it's definitely the solution to all my problems not just my food problem um and abandon myself utterly to god um and i just I see that so clearly and and for me, you know, I learn by example and by demonstration and uh, it just really brings to light for me, I suppose, that whole kind of distinction between, you know, knowledge and and, and intellect. And it really just brings the whole, you know, I learn by example, by demonstration, by experience and, and the wealth of wisdom on this line, you know, and knowledge lived out is wisdom for me and living and working this program not in the perfect manner but you know to the best of my human ability and on life's terms i just loved you know the way it was demonstrated just that you know that just the the, the come around from you know the powerlessness to the acceptance to the, the um willingness to the taking action and then transforming it's that pot of gold for me at the end of the rainbow, which I need to seek every single day. And, and, you know, de- it was really well demonstrated. I just loved hearing, you know, how this program works and how it's all laid out for us. I don't have to figure it out. I just need to, to, to take the action, you know, have the willingness to take the action and, and to do what is asked for me. And then I get this, I get this what Bill is talking about, the spiritual awakening and the obsession being removed and 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 all my problems being not resolved but solved to a level that might not be what i need but certainly not not might not be what i want but certainly what i need and with that i pass and thank you again rebecca for your service thank you Anne m
4: from ireland anna m you're next You know what, while Anna M. is unmuting, Anna, if you just give me a chance,
0: I'm going to let the people who got on late know what we read, Sure. which is the first, thanks Anna, the first two paragraphs on page 13 in the AA Big Book, at the hospital I was separated from alcohol for the last time, through I have not had a drink since. Thanks, take it, take it away, Anna M.
12: Hi, this is Anna M., cross-addicted, compulsive overeater, calling from New Haven, Connecticut, and um. Thank you for your service Rebecca F. I um the reading really struck me the part where he he mentions or it mentions um, at the hospital I was separated from alcohol for the last time treatment seemed wise for I showed signs of delirious tremors I can remember being in my 20s I came into OA a very young woman at probably 25, 26 years old, and been, I've been in here for, I don't know, it's a long time, um, almost 30 years, actually. And so I can remember binging and having to call upon help from a friend that wasn't in the program to stay at her house, because I couldn't stop binge eating in the middle of the night. And that kind of, that's what that reminded me of. And then as far as the next paragraph, uh, I jotted down some notes. It just, there I humbly offered myself to God as I then understood God. So basically, all these years, it took me to realize that all the efforts, although they were very good, probably you, many of you can relate to trying to stop eating and dieting and paying ways and this and that and binge exercising. It never really worked. It worked for a short time, but it never really worked. Until I got to OA I I still wasn't able to get it together until I got to the outline that the outline in the big book, which is what we have here and we review it every day, which is, is it's what's keeping me from you know, jumping off the bridge. Uh and so for that what I would say is God does for us what we cannot do for ourselves is is in that paragraph where it's really about ego deflation and all the people that have shared before me. I could, I can't do any better than what those people did, but I'm doing my best. Uh, God does for us what we cannot do for ourselves. And then the next thing that I want to mention is that I was at a Vision for You retreat or convention quite a few years back, and I sat with a woman who sat with me and we talked, we hung out, and she said, do you know that this is based on a daily reprieve? And she, she highlighted this statement, or this sentence from the big book, and it says, "What we really have is a daily reprieve, con- con- contingent on our spiritual fitness or wellness." and I'm paraphrasing that. And that never left my mind that it, it's really about ego deflation and stopping the madness and the insanity of my will versus God's will. And it always seems that it's orchestrated in such a way better uh, way than I could. So thank you everyone for being online. and Rebecca F. Thank you for your service. And I pass.
0: Thank you, Anna M. from New Haven, Connecticut. Now we have Tanisha C. And then we'll take
4: more names. Hey, good morning. Good
13: morning. Okay. Hey. Um. So, I I want to thank everybody for being here and and thank you, um, for your service. I'm so happy that you know, with everything I'm going through, I have a family that I can connect with that understands, um, what this disease is and what we're going through. And Bill is so relatable. Um, the fact that what stood out to me is that this is the time when he went to the hospital. That was his last time as far as picking up alcohol. And it, it makes us relatable because we're human and going back and having our relapses and stuff. And that he had finally met this higher power and understanding for his understanding of who that higher power was for him. And so many times for me personally, growing up, we you know, it was like limits put on God, like because you're this way or because you do this certain way, you know, that God wouldn't, the God of my understanding wouldn't um, be forgiving. But as we learn and adapt and grow in our own spiritualness, we learn that we serve an infinite God and with no limitations and can do and heal and help us, you know. And I'm so glad that, like I said, this, this group is amazing, you know, just to discipline ourselves to commit to showing up every day that we can Um, it truly does work Um, and even if we don't understand exactly how the group works just just showing up eventually just like riding a bike starting off with training wheels we'll we'll get the drift and we'll keep going Um, we won't be perfect but we'll always progress so I'm just thankful to be here I'm thankful to choose accident today And with that, I'm going to pass you all. Have a great day. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Tanisha C. Are you still on the line? We didn't get where you're from. She unmuted. Um, Okay, so we read the first two paragraphs on page 13 in Chapter 1, Bill's story, at the hospital I was separated from alcohol the last time
4: through. Shoot, what? I have not had a drink since. Who wants to share? Linda D. from Connecticut. Okay. I heard Linda D.
3: Karen
0: K. I think I heard
3: Susan D. From Pennsylvania. And Susan C.
14: Judith S. P.
3: And Judith S. P.
0: Karen K. And Karen K. I have a feeling that's going to do it. So let's stop there. Linda D, Pete B, Susan CP, Judith SP, and Karen
4: K. Linda D, take it away. Good morning, everybody. It's Linda D from Connecticut. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but then I muted. <laughs> we do hear you. Go ahead. Good morning. It's Linda
7: D from Connecticut. Um, The thing that strikes me about this is uh, the phrase of myself, I was nothing, that I was lost without God. That's the only reason I'm here today. And, um, well, what does that mean? Uh, that means that I know today I'm lost without God, and I started as an atheist, not out of choice. That was really the truth, and and this power had to show up, and it meant that I had to give up all that lovely food. It is lovely food. It's just that I have a disease. It's not going anywhere. It's a brain function, so I better find a way out of hell. Life presents a lot of problems, and I'll notice them real good once I put the food down. So quick like a bunny, I've got to do this work because the steps are going to make it possible for me to dig into what the heck is going on in my life. Why am I so self-destructive? And by doing that, by practicing that, Minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, because really that is what it takes. I wouldn't know that at first, but I do now. Um, that's how I got where I am. How how did I get where I am? I'm recovered over eight years. That's impossible. That's right. It is impossible. Except God is real. Whatever you want to call God, you know, it's real and it's more than human. And guess what? It's down deep under all the junk that the steps bring to the surface. So little by little, I discover the treasure, the treasure that I am at a deep level. I'm rooted in God. God is portable. Everywhere I go, God, I have access to God from within. All I have to do is turn and ask for guidance, and pause, and I'll hear it. I may not like it, but I'll hear it, and it will be for my best interest. It's a thrilling, thrilling ride, and it's tough work, so let's keep going, because it's sure worth it, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Linda D. from Connecticut. Pete B.
15: Yeah, thanks, moderator. My name's Pete B compulsive over either recovered today from by God's grace and mercy. I'm in Pennsylvania. You know, you can go to the hospital and get treatment for the implications of the disease we have, right? Like you can get treatment. you get treatment for high blood pressure, you get treatment for, you know, your skin stretched out. You get you get treatment for the the results of our condition, right? But no treatment exists for the disease of addiction. I, I don't hate to be the bearer of bad news. Like we, we don't have, it. there's no treatment for it, right? Our, our condition is addressed by total abstinence. No mental psychology, no new code of morals. That it doesn't, the only thing that addresses our condition, the only thing we get relief from the phenomena of craving. You know, Ebby visited Bill, Bill Bill's shit-faced drunk up until this point. All of his recollection of these conversations are recollections that he's had of he's drinking, right? But Ebby visits him at a a period where he's vulnerable because his ass has been kicked by alcohol. He's been close to defeated. He wants to stop, but he can't stop. And Ebby presents a glimpse of hope. And a possible way out, and fortunately at this point in time, Bill is thoroughly beaten, and he decides to give it a shot. And he gets separated from alcohol at the hospital because he had to, because of, that's what alcohol does, his, does to him. Right? And, you know, so, so really, you know, prior to this, Bill in a drunken state has, you know, admitted he's powerless or he has conceded to his innermost self that he's an alcoholic. And the delusion that he's like other people has been smashed. Ebby presents to him this idea he has religion or he found a God of his understanding. Bill's willing to believe it. At the hospital he's finally separated from alcohol and there he humbly offers himself to God, step three, and placed himself unreservedly under his care and direction, right? If you ever have a question about what step three implies, Turn to page thirteen in the second. What is that, The third paragraph. It tells you that's what it is. Placing myself unreservedly under his care and direction. Right. And then we're going to read what he does with like with, with you know with what we call step four in the in the next paragraph. Right. So we don't have you know there's there's no treatment for this thing right? Our outreach calls, these reach around calls, these things, these address the mental condition and they're all safe and fine and good for healthy people to have these resources. But at the end of the day, the power that I so desperately seek, that comes from God. That comes from the creator, right? And unless we're thoroughly beat down, we'll seek all kinds of easier, softer ways. All kinds of uses software. Let me get a buddy. Let me get a pal to walk hand in hand through this thing, make my decisions for me. I'll pass with that. Thank you for letting me share.
0: Thank you, Pete. B from Pennsylvania. Susan C P.
3: Hi, this is Susan C from Pennsylvania. And can you hear me?
0: Yes. Good morning, Susan.
3: Good morning. Um this paragraph just love it. I mean, I've read the big book many times. I don't even really remember this paragraph and um the first part humbly offer myself to God as I understood him to do with me as he
4: would. Okay, that's you know, like that surrendering and uh under his protection, his care and direction. And
3: when I read that, it just touched my heart. You know, it's like I felt love. I just felt loved. And, um, and that I was nothing without him. I was lost. Definitely I had been lost. I went um, to uh, rehab for the food many, many, many years ago. And we, it was the first time that I was able to get into uh, recovery, and we did use the Big Book, and it was amazing. Um, I hadn't continued doing that by work, you know, working the steps, and really like how OA Vision has it laid out. <clears throat> and I was in a lot of pain when I
4: went, and I. Um, Susan, I know there
0: was a little disruption in the background, but we lost you. If you could start
4: one to unmute. Can you hear me now? Yes, go right ahead. Um,
3: So basically, just reading this little paragraph to me says it all. It's like going from one to 12 a to z and i need stuff that is so fo- i need that focus and i need it to be simple and at the same time it really did touch my heart and um you know i've just come to believe
4: that <clears throat> that this can work for me also so thank you Thank you,
0: Susan CP from Pennsylvania. Judith SP.
3: Oh, it's just Susan C. Oh, Susan
0: C. I get it. I was getting the P probably from somebody from Judith, maybe at the same time. Susan C from Pennsylvania.
4: Now it's Judith SP. Hi, Rebecca. This is
14: Judith. Is it okay?
4: Yeah, yeah, that's good.
14: Perfect. Hi. Uh thank you, Rebecca, for moderating and all the wonderful peeps on this line. I've just been struck and been um going over over in my head, living in this day in the now, that you're all my ebby. I have a daily reprieve and ebby came, Bill saw Bill was amazed. Ebby quietly and lovingly was there. And, uh, you know, we're in the part now where um, Bill, is, uh, Bill is seeing the light and feeling the love of God. And I feel that every day here. And I just want to say to those people who are struggling and new to the program, our Ebbies are here. God is here. And we are here, just reach out. I know it was one of the hardest things for me to do, and at times still is. I uh, have some pride left, some ego left, but quietly, as it's said in the rooms, that light is dimming. It's getting lower and lower. And when I was 29, I was hospitalized. That's how I came to Maryland, in a marvelous facility. And I came for suicide and depression. And, of course, in in the 70s, maybe it was, I don't know. Uh, Nobody asked me about my eating um, or my concern. How do I cope? Because even though I wanted to kill myself, I was still alive. So there was a thread inside of me that was still going. And uh, I've spent many years doing many things, trying to figure out how i'm going to get out of this hell that i live in um more the the food it was terrible but the emotional insobriety and the emotional abuse to myself and others was killing me and finally um through god's grace i found my way to vision committed with a sponsor and Today I'm recovered, and I, uh, the electrified feeling that I live in um, each day is amazing. And I think I've mentioned on this line, not that anyone takes notes or needs to recall, that I started a garden this year. And whenever I see soil or, um, as in this paragraph, root and branch, I need every day as I weed my garden, and take out the weeds that are going to strangle the plants that are going to give me the food to eat, I need to go through my defects. And when I turn to my newfound friend, and it is a new relationship, it'll probably be new until the day I depart, the root and the branch, when I take that out, there's space for me to keep my channel to God connected. And I am so grateful. Thank you all for being in here, and have a blessed day.
0: Thanks, Judith S. P. I I think you're from Maryland, right? I think so. And Karen Kay.
16: Good morning. My name is Karen Kay, Recovered Compulsive Eater from Syracuse, New York, and my credits don't transfer. This is um, a cool part of the turn uh, that Bill is, like, um, saying, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like try. I'm gonna try another way that hasn't worked. And he sees Abby being so, um, as I said prior to, is in the, in the prior chapter, his bright shiny face, and and he realizes that uh, he has to humble himself to know that he can't do this on his own. That he needs a power greater than himself. And I like to focus on the, the these uh, specific chapter that we're reading because that's where no point in time, that's where all the meat is for me. And I try to stay focused on what paragraph I'm looking at and what steps are being taken in this one paragraph because it's not all in order, which just shows that how uh, imperfect, how perfectly imperfect this program is. And I'm just so for, grateful grateful um, to be in OA and, and to be sober. And I just realized right now, um, July fifth three years ago, I came back to o a and I had my last debauch of food on the Fourth of July and yesterday was certainly different, you know um it doesn't really I really didn't think about it like the other programs I mean I get this weirdness in my head uh before I get my my anniversary date. I don't think that really happened this year, you know and um but all I have is today, whoever woke up earlier woke up earliest this morning, it has been sober the longest, and um, I'm just focusing on this one little thing. There I humbly offered myself to God as then understood him, as then, because that as then understood him, meaning he wants that relationship to grow. That's how I, I, I perceive it, you know, and then he's like placing his care, putting his, his life, his care, underneath that power, um, it's just um knowing that um mid for the first time and I remember that first time I knew I was lit and I was deep. And um with that I'll pass and I'm grateful for vision for you and how you all changed my life on May twentieth of uh when COVID started and um the chapter was the man lying in a bed and how perfect that was for me. And with that I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Karen Kay from Syracuse, New York. So we're basically at the end of the first hour of sharing. So I'm gonna um, move on from here. Um, Thank you everyone for your participation in this meeting and for the opportunity to be of service. The share ID number for this meeting, Tuesday, July 5th, 2022, 7 a.m. Eastern time is 19,136. That's 1, 19136. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Dana M. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only to
4: the end of the page. Dana M., star one to unmute.
17: Sorry, I was muted. Thanks so much. This is Dana M., Recovered compulsive overeating. Thank you, thank you. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick.